Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. I'm here with my good friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. Hello, hello. What's going on out there? YouTube and uh, radio waves. <laughs> Land. Radio Land. Is it Radio Land or Computer Land or I don't know. Podcast Land? It's Podcast Land. I don't even know how to sign on. You know, it's funny. Like, a few years ago, I, I had heard a rumor that, you know, podcasts weren't doing so hot and that it was going to kind of go away and YouTube was going to take over. But from what I understand, man, podcasts are hot, bro. I, li- I listen to podcasts every day at least. I don't watch YouTube maybe once a week. Uh, I got to be honest, I do more YouTube than podcasts, but I think that's about to change. I need to get more into podcasts just because I think you can kind of listen while you're doing other stuff. Yeah. You know, with YouTube, you have to watch. But see, I'm real visual. So I like I like to watch. I like to have something in front of me. Um, I, it's hard. I, I've got to really, I have to focus. In fact, if I'm going to if I'm gonna listen to a podcast, I probably have to put headphones on. Because if it's just like out here that I'm listening to all the, you know, what do they call it? All the external noises and ambient noises. And, and then I'm not focused. I'm kind of like. I like that ambient. I'm, I'm kind of squirrel, you know what I mean? So, so, I mean, do you have the subscription to YouTube or do you have to like have it on, you know, because if you turn it off your phone, it like cuts it off. True. Uh, so, super annoying. yeah, I think it's YouTube Red. Oh, you have that? No, I, I don't. Charles has it. I have YouTube free. <laughs> I have free too. But I don't know what that is. Red, I have YouTube, black, YouTube, yellow, white. YouTube cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. YouTube cheap. Um, something like that. But it's just because you close it and then you can't. Yeah. And it's frustrating. Yeah. So that's why I like the audio. Like uh-huh. on overtime at work, I typically will put on a podcast or something. Yeah. I like 100%. Unshackled in the morning and when I take a shower or um, Albert. What is his name? Mahler. Mal- Mal- yeah. Sometimes yeah. I like him. He's okay. Yeah. Just to get the news of the day, get a Christian perspective. Um, get my day going, but yeah, I, did, I love podcast. Yeah, yeah, I I need to get more into it, but I, I think I will. I don't think I need. There's one that you recommended. I forget. Uh, well, we should talk about we're on the new network now. So yeah, we uh, we signed up for a Christian podcast network. Uh, it's called Christian uh, Podcast Community. Praise God for um, that. And uh, we were we were accepted, and uh, so we're we're ecstatic to be a part of the community now. Um, it, it was a it was a vetting process to it, and it was kind of interesting because. Um, I, they're strict with their rules. Uh, from what I understand, uh, I think um, I think Andrew mentioned that they reject about was that about forty percent of the the applicants that come in. And wow, so, I got rejected more than that in high school. I was like at ninety five percent. Well, it's funny because we're we, we're known as the taco guys, you know, the, the taco, taco guys, the taco twins. Not so. I've heard worse, Ben. I've heard worse. Hey, well, did you, you say thank you when they told you that? I did. I that's laughed. A, that's a compliment. It, it, you know? it, it hey, is. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I thought it was funny. I, I laughed honestly. I thought it was funny. Maybe one episode where taco hats in here. You know, what I mean, <laughs> for a special. Well, speaking of anniversary, it's one. funny. You know, talk about taco hats. So you know, I, I drop off uh, Jaden in the morning, and there's a kind of a, a a guy out there helping. You know, with kids crossing and stuff. So he's holding up the stop sign, and uh, his name's Al. So uh, big Al. <laughs> so we roll up, and Al's got a taco hat. And it happened to be Taco Tuesday. Mm. That was pretty funny. So I thought, well, yeah. maybe we can borrow his hat. Does know. that school even sell tacos, though? It's kind of disappointing. Not on Tuesday. And I don't know mm. if they ever sell them. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe we can ask him where he got the hat. It's hilarious. We get a two-for-one sale. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, <laughs> we could split the difference. That was funny, man. That's good stuff. But I'm, I mean, then there's podcasts there that you can listen to on the same network that we are on. Yes, um, and so and, and I have no problem. Follow. Yeah, and I have no problem. Uh, you know, saying follow them because 
uh, the the vetting process was pretty strict, which is good, and I'm yeah. I'm cool with the rules. And so, um, yeah, check it out, Christian Podcast Network. So if you go to strive uh, striving for eternity, or I'm sorry, podcasts org. And then you, you, when you end up on that page, you can click on the top. There's a link shows, just click on that link and you'll see all the shows uh, that are part of that network. You'll, you'll definitely see abundant life in there. That's nice. Cause we're the A's. So we're probably at the top just by alphabetical association. Eh, we're not at the top and mm. I'm not quite sure why, mm. but, but it's all good. I How mean, many tacos is it going to take to move us <laughs> to the top? You know what I mean? I mean? What do we have to do? Come on, Andrew. What, do, what is it going to take, bro? <laughs> oh man. Um, but, uh, so speaking of tacos, so, so, you know, was it last week that was Thanksgiving? Last Saturday. Well, last, yeah, last Thursday. Last Thursday or the Thursday before? Last yeah. Thursday. So this Thursday, no, but the Thursday before that Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, um, so, you know, it was interesting because, uh, Friday night FTL, uh, brother Larry brings, uh, turkey street tacos. Oh yeah. I forgot about and that. And those turkey street tacos were pretty good, man. They were gone. Like, I think I got one or two and I went back for seconds on i know we didn't have a lot of people there that night but we had a lot of people take tacos Dude, people night. were eating those tacos bro they went they were, yeah and then uh if that wasn't enough for for turkey tacos uh we had the pleasure of sitting with your parents on uh was it saturday saturday right went over there the for noon your sister cooked up or she she fried so these were hard shell tacos i've never had hard shell tacos and uh, hard, not they, the hard shell turkey tacos. turkey tacos yeah. right and uh Dude, they were bomb. They were. She made like seventy of them. <laughs> she kept frying them. I was like, "Holy, I'm gonna." She, yeah. she cooked the whole turkey up in I there. I only had four. Maybe I should have got one more. <laughs> I, I feel like the last I was talking about it, Ben. I got like five because Rebecca wasn't there. She's like my, you know what I mean. She's, she's the one governor. That, she she's stops. my governor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My taco governor <laughs> was not there, and so I had it. And my dad's like, "Well, I don't know if I want another taco." So I felt bad because I, I was at five already. And so I gave him like three quarters of mine. Well, I hit four and I, it's just, you know, it's one of those things I'm just like, man, it's not my house. It's not, you know, and I, and I've had enough to eat. I could have had probably one more because it also was good. That you were good. Did you like it? The The salsa? Yeah, it's good. Well, I was wearing elastic, so I figured, hey, I'm going to go for number five. You know what I mean? Let's just push it out there. Well, walk it out, walk it off as we go to the ACU game. Yeah. We didn't quite walk it off, though. So It was a lot of walking. It was a lot of standing, a lot of waiting. Yeah, a lot of standing and waiting. Yeah. It was a good game we won. So It was a great game. I guess depending on where you yeah. stand on that side of the coin. If you're an Arizona <laughs> fan, probably kind of sad. But basketball's coming, so you'll get your due. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It'll be our turn to take the beating. But, yeah, it was a good time. We had tacos and... Uh, Laney was here, and so we went to have uh, a Nate. So we had the Taco Tuesday at uh, you know our four taco place, Federico's there on the webpage. You'll see that on Tuesday, dollar oh, dollar yeah. fifty or something. Yeah, I think they're a buck my buck fifty. I think. And there's a gentleman I go to tacos periodically at Freedom the Last, and he said he wants to go on a diet. And he said, but this does not apply to our Taco Tuesday time. We can still go get Taco <laughs> Tuesday. So I said, okay, that's fine with me. He likes to get four tacos, and me too. I mean, they're they're cheap and they're good. I mean, they're not bad. I kind of feel guilty sometimes, man, because uh, there's a lot of grease in there. You know what I mean? A lot of grease. Depends which one you get. If you get the chicken, the chicken doesn't have a lot of grease. Really? Mm-mm. But beef is so much, you know what I mean? The, the, and it's funny because the shredded beef doesn't have as much grease as the, uh, what is it, the ground beef. The ground beef has the most grease. Really? Yeah. It's really greasy. But the ground beef has the most flavor. It's flavorful. The shredded beef is just good, but it's not as greasy. It's probably like 70-30 maybe, the ground beef. You know what I mean? 70-30 split. Yeah, maybe. It's not 90-10 for sure. 60-40? Do they make 60-40? 60-40, yeah. It might be 60-40. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But the chicken, the chicken's interesting, too, because they uh, they marinated in some kind of red sauce, chili sauce yeah, That's or something. what I saw. It looked weird to it's me. It's a little spicy. It's it's good, though. It's it not good? It's not dry. It keeps it from getting dry. 
Um, I, I like them. They're good. It's not my, it's not my preference, but it, they're good. But it's a good mix in. So maybe I'll oh, get yeah. one yeah. chicken, one ground beef, and then one um, shredded beef and see what, see what I like the best. Just compare them. Yeah, dollar fifty can't beat it. You know what no, I mean? No, you can't. Not on Tuesday. No. No, that's a great no. deal. So I took Laney and took him. You know, and it was like twenty eight bucks for all of us, which wasn't bad. Well, there was. So I'll tell you a funny story. So um, this past week, I'm, I'm thumbing through uh, Instagram and I get this, uh, I get this ad from Taco Califia. And they're opening up a new spot over here on Bell and Oh yeah, I saw. Did you go? 16th. Well, check this out. So the day I sent you that one cuz I, I think I sent it to you. Um, I went and I didn't You look, went that day. Yeah, I didn't look at the fine print which said the 4th, which was Saturday. That's what I saw Saturday. Yeah. I didn't see that. You so saw You, dark, so, you so, saw 99 cent tacos. That's what I saw. Boom. I saw 12 o'clock mariachi plus 99 cent taco. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> And um, so me and Diane roll up, and and I'm like, I look in the parking lot. I'm like, dude, there's nobody here. I'm like, sweet, we're gonna be, we're gonna, we're gonna get we're gonna all kind of tacos tonight, baby. <laughs> and we get to the door, and she's like, oh, it's the fourth. I'm like, oh, because I didn't show her the ad. She just trusted me. Yeah. And uh, I didn't look at the fine print. And uh, yeah, so needless to say, I didn't get uh, 99 cent tacos uh, because I didn't go Saturday. I didn't. I, I, Where did you get tacos? Did you pay full price for them? No. You just left. <laughs> we just wow. left. We left. And uh, I was kind of pouting on the way home. Diane was kind of laughing at me. She's like, stop it. What are you? I'm just like, man, I wanted tacos, man. You know, 99 cents. I forgot. I know it was yesterday. You didn't go, though. We could have went yesterday. What happened? We could have. I don't know. I think you guys took it easy yesterday, though. You yeah, know, we were just kind of hanging out. some family time. Yeah, it was good. But And that's I, funny because that's the first thing I saw was December the 4th. Because I'm like, 99 cents. Dude. This took it to be true. Oh. Then I went down to the, oh, it's a Saturday. Yeah, because I was like, I, we rolled up and there's nobody there. I'm like, it's on Bell Road. And do what? people not know? Yeah, <laughs> well, of course they know because they're not there. They're sitting. not there. How was it yesterday? Probably I don't know. Packed. I bet it was packed. Probably look it up on Instagram. They right? had live music all day, apparently, yeah. and all kind of stuff. Put a Santa Fernandez and Lainey and tacos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, you yeah. pack it out. We missed it, bro. We missed it. Wow. But the, and the reason for for uh, the reason I was so excited was because Taco Califia is one of my favorites. So you'll see it on the website. You know, it's it's probably got a five taco review. I like their their al pastor there. It's it's amazing. I've not had it, Ben. There. It's I amazing. It. It's 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 better than Tijuana, I think. Tacos Tijuana. I don't at times Tijuana's okay. It's just a kind of a pricey, you know what I mean? It takes twenty bucks for me to get full. Well, Califia is probably even more pricey, if not the same, but yeah. they got a nice uh you know, salsa, salsa bar. bar. Yeah, very nice. It's like I have to give them twenty bucks and just say keep it coming until my twenty runs out. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know it's just very small. But yeah, you're gonna yeah you're gonna drop money for tacos and the price of meat's been going up. That's true. I mean we used to pay ah oh, man buck fifty buck seventy five maybe for tacos and then it's bad now, man. I went to a gun show and the guy said it went up forty percent beef. Wow, yeah. that's that's insane. It almost persuaded me to be a vegan, but nah, <laughs> not enough yet. No thanks. Yeah, yeah God gave no. us meat. Well, you know the place that your Eat dad, the, the place your dad took me. Uh, I think it was Tacos El Yillo or something like that, and those tacos are really good. Um, and I think they're a buck on Thursdays. I want to say it was not Tuesdays. No, it's not. Which was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, because I was thinking about. It. I'm like, well, it's not Tuesdays. I could do Taco Tuesday, and then I could do Taco. So they got a deal on Tuesdays too and Thursdays. I don't know if there was one. It might be both days. I don't know, but I just remember that it was Thursday dollar. I'm gonna be over there on Tuesday, so I'm gonna go check it out. Oh, this I'll Thursday? Let you, I'll let you know. This th- this yeah. Tuesday? Oh wow! Reporting live from Taco Gio. This is <laughs> Sunday news. You know, because I'm doing Chapel Tuesday. So. Oh, gotcha. So I'll be over there. There you go. Yeah. So Tacos El Gio, man. All right, Ben. Well, I mean, uh, you any shout outs for the website for AbundantLife.fm? Yeah. Or? So if you get a chance, check us out AbundantLife.fm. Uh, we're on Instagram. 
We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook now, Facebook page. Give us a like if you get a chance. Um, if you get a chance, check us out on uh, YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you uh, if YouTube's your thing. I get it. Some people don't do YouTube. Um, but again, yeah, we've moved our, our podcast over to the Christian uh, um, podcast community. Uh, so we're, we're really excited about that. So check out their website as well. And then also just want to mention uh, Sasso's blog, which is stayinthefight.online. Check it out if you get a chance. He blogs there daily or weekdays. Um, and it's just uh, it's a it's a daily devotional. He's got some really cool stories, funny stories, uh, some serious. And, <laughs> and uh, but it, but it's just Sasso, he's, he's been developing his writing skills and his writing skills are pretty amazing. So check it out. Uh, it's, it's really good. Um, I'm, I'm subscribed and I read that thing daily. So it's uh, it's it's a blessing to, to get that in your inbox in the morning. Uh, he usually drops it. I don't know. What, Six o'clock Arizona time. Six o'clock to be a help. To yeah, you. it's there. And I just know it's there when I look in my life's follies. Just a quick. I mean, it's a it's a three minute, four minute, five minute yeah. read, maybe. Uh, it's quick, but my uh, wife says no more than three minutes. Nobody wants to hear you talk for more than three <laughs> minutes, so I try to keep it three to four minutes. So, no, but it's good. There's scripture, uh, and it's very good. So, uh, so today, as we mentioned, uh, I don't know if we actually we have not mentioned. So we're going to be talking today about uh, abiding in Christ. So episode twenty seven is abiding in Christ. Uh, what does that mean? And you know, we're going to talk about you know because we we throw out all of this you know what do they call it Christ- Christianese you know you know, walking in the spirit, abiding in Christ. Well, what does this actually mean? What does it mean to abide in Christ? And, and so uh, I know Sasso and I, we were going to dinner one night and we started talking about this and, and we're talking about, well, what does this really mean? And, 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 you know, do other Christians have these questions? And so we, we thought, well, this would be a good podcast episode. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So Sasso's going to kick us off as usual with Webster's 1828. So Ben, before I get into that, I'll tell you a funny story to kind of get into our podcast. But and it's about understanding things because I think sometimes we put out these Christian yeah. things and we don't know. Like at work, they use all these acronyms and I'm like, the upper management understands what I'm like. I have no idea. I have to Google it or see. I don't know what they're talking about. And I just remember when I was playing soccer and I first started, well, I had been playing for a while and my dad just was riding me about uh, in the car about I wasn't aggressive and I, I could have played better. And he kept saying the word aggressive. And I listened to him talk to me about my lack of aggressiveness for 10 minutes. And I finally said, Dad, I don't even know what aggressive means. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, because I had like a second grade education in the seventh grade. And, uh, <laughs> and he explained it to me. And I'm like, oh, that's what it means. Okay, well, then next game, I'll, I, I, can, I can do that. But you've been talking to me about aggressiveness for like two months. And I have, I've been sitting here no idea. And I think I'm being aggressive, but you know, I thought it was something totally different. So no, it's a it's a good point. I mean, we got in fact, in fact, we have new basketball players that have never played basketball, and I think sometimes we throw out these terms. You know, hey, set a pick, pick and roll. You know, and all these coaching terms, and they're just kind of looking at you like, pick my nose, or? what? Yeah, roll a taco. <laughs> you want me to what? You want taquito pick, instead of a taco? Pick. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I totally get it. So hopefully, we can shed some light here on our thoughts on the on the matter. But just to go to 1828, abide. Uh, it's a verb intransitive. We'll skip that part. Uh, to be or exist, to continue, to dwell, to rest, to continue, stand firm, or be stationary for any time indefinitely, uh, to rest or dwell, to tarry on or stay for a short time, to continue permanently or in the same state, to be firm and unmovable, um, to remain, to continue. And there's a lot of verses here that Ben's going to put in the in the link here for yep. this podcast if you want to look those up. But our key verse today, our key verses, I should say, is John 15, And we'll go through John 15, the whole chapter here as Mm -hmm. we go along. But we'll start with verses 1 through 6. And the Bible says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. 
And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me. And that word abide there in the strongs is to stay, to remain. Abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whosoever, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers as the branches. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. And then as we were talking about this, I was thinking about, uh, I do a lot of yard work. I do my dad's yard. I do my own yard. I don't have very much now, just plants and things. So I don't have an excessive amount. But I do some pruning. I do some cutting of my bushes. Uh, They get out of control. If I let it go, I try to do every 10 days, try to cut them up. So they look always, you know, like my haircut. I go every week. (laughs) Just keep it trim. And uh, I I can recall when I put, um, when I cut the branches, and they still look just exactly like I cut them for an hour or so. But as time goes on, I take out the trash on the following week. I see that they're withered and they're dead because they've been cut off from the branch and I think of that and as I, look, I read these verses and how quickly the Christian decays or mm. you can see signs. And we've known yeah. brothers in Christ recently that have gone away from the faith a little yeah. bit. And we can see the gradual slide and how they are withering like those branches and they're dead, right? And they're not bearing any fruit. And you right. can see uh, where they would ask for prayer requests for people for salvation. Those requests are not even made anymore because the spiritual concern for others it's, it's not there. It's yeah, not it's there because they've gone away from the branch. There's no right. spiritual talk, no spiritual anything because they're, the, the branch is dead not. in the trash can. It's right. not. It's a part. I think in the beginning, it's hard to tell because it still looks the same. But as time goes on and you're cut off from abiding and you quit abiding in Christ, then you start to see that decay. And um, I mean, you, we can look, you can look at people and I was even talking to my mother-in-law today and she was talking about a pastor and how his messages for the last three months were not, or however long, were not any sub, were not substantive. She just thought, well, maybe he's just not studying. Mm. But it was like he was saying things that just, it wasn't a great message. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, sin was revealed. And then it's like, oh, wow. It's because he was not abiding mm. um, in the branch. And I, and I think, Ben, it's a daily thing. If I don't read my Bible or. I get in a fight with my wife. I immediately know. I was like, I hadn't even been in the Word today, or I haven't even prayed, or yeah. I haven't. And I immediately know, like, I'm not, I'm not abiding as I should because I'm not in the brain. <laughs> like, I need to go back to, I need to get back in abiding with Christ. And um, I think the vine dresser, I think this is a perfect example because anybody out there that's done yard work, and is even if you cut the grass, I mean, it looks great and green when you cut it and you clip it and you put it in the trash can. But it don't take long in a day or two where it's, it's dead yeah. because it's already... Yep, it's it died. It's ate apart, and I think of this verse from Philippians four thirteen. I think Tim Tebow used to put this under his eyelids oh, as yeah. he played for Florida, like he can win these football games. And this verse is super misquoted all the time. But it's I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And this is not, uh, you know, Ben and I wanted to go to Grand Canyon and we're going to go hike it. And like we're going to do all things through Christ. Uh, that's not what it's talking about, right? It's talking about. You know, doing the things that God has commanded us to do. And Pastor, I think he talked about, did he have him on a sermon? Um, or maybe he did, where he talked about how his dad told him that God has given you the strength to do everything yeah. that he's called you to do. That was today, yeah. That was today. And that's what this verse is talking about. Everything that God's called you to do, he will give you the strength to do it. Because we can do all things through him. 
this is not talking about, um, you know, throwing a 90 mile per hour fastball or hitting 10 out of 10 three pointers in your game. This is strictly talking about what God has called us to do. He will enable us to do that. And I think, Ben, we are, we are helpless without his divine help. We often forget that. We often, um, like freedom that lasts, I get comfortable every Friday night. I don't always pray for his help and guidance like I did the first month. Mm. Um, just like last week I did that Gideon presentation, I was praying because I was super nervous. Um, and we forget and we're fools to think that we can do anything without the help of our heavenly father. Right. So, so what I want to do is I, I want to, uh, I want to talk about what, what is it, to, what does it mean abiding in Christ? Let's, let's tackle this, uh, this elephant in the room. What does it mean abiding in Christ? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a little bit laser focused. I'm going to look at John 15, five. We've already talked about, we've already mentioned these verses or this verse. Uh, it says, I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he, it, he, it is that bears much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. And these letters are read. If you have a, if you have a, a, you know, like a new King James, these are read. This is Jesus speaking. Uh, and he's, he's saying, if you abide in me and as, as Christians, we tend to say things like that, like, you know, abide in Christ and walk in the spirit, like I mentioned earlier. And we don't really understand what it means. And so when someone asks you, are you abiding in Christ? How do you respond? Are we talking about the act of abiding or the position of abiding? Because there's a difference. Um, When a person is saved, the Bible describes the person as being in Christ. Okay. So that's, you'll see this numerous times in the scripture. You'll see in Christ. If we look at Romans 8, 1, it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus. Okay. So in Jesus or in, in Christ, um, in second Corinthians five seventeen it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, there it is again, he is a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has, has come. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's also doing the motion because we do that on Friday nights. We say, behold, <laughs> the new has come. Uh, yeah. so, um, but, but if you were asked, are, are you in Christ or not? What would you say? And I know we were talking earlier, you know, we, we've talked to some, some people who just are not sure. And, and you know, they're dealing with uh, assurance of salvation type issues. Um, but, but how do you, so how do you become in Christ? And so let's see if we can kind of reverse engineer this. Well, what are we talking about in Christ? Galatians 3.26 through 27 says, For in Christ Jesus... You are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. So according to this verse, you're in Christ, how? Through faith. So now let's move backward to find out what through faith means. So what is faith? Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It's the gift of God, not a result of work so that no one may boast. So according to Ephesians, you are saved by grace Amen. through faith and goes and it goes on to say that it, it is the gift of God and not of your own works because, and I think we were talking about this the other day, if, if you were saved by your good works, then we'd go around and we'd brag about it. And, and, and if we're honest, that would be true because we all have this little thing called pride that loves to show its face when we think we've achieved something. I mean, I, I go back to that when, you know, it has to be through God, because if it's from us, um, we could lose it, but it's because it's from God. It's a finished work and it's a right. gift that he's given us. And, um, we were talking about today, just at lunch that power corrupts, right? And mm-hmm. if you have the, if you've done good works, where does it stop? First of all, like how many good works do you have to do? Right. And 
we, you know, we would definitely brag about it. Like, well, I did this. We still brag about dumb stuff we do that are good. Um, I, and I love that verse because it, I had nothing to do with my salvation. Amen. I just had to believe in Jesus right. Christ. And he, it's his finished work. Well, and, and it's interesting because, you know, you and I were just, we were just talking about gifts. So, so, so since this is a gift, then, then there's no, no way, or I'm sorry, that, then uh, there wouldn't be any works involved. Um, because I've never heard of working for a gift. I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> your, your, your love language is gifts, right? Amen. And That's so right. when was the last time you worked for your birthday gift? Mm. You don't, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't, work for, you don't work for a gift. I mean, a no. gift is a gift. It, you don't, you don't earn it. it. There's no earning a gift. You just, you just receive it. Amen. All there is to do is receive a gift. So this is likely the most profound verse that separates true Christians from all world religions. But why? Okay, well, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life Amen. in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So, so again, we're moving, we're moving through this in, in Christ and faith. And what is that? What is the faith in? It's in, it's in Christ. And what is the gift? The gift is, is eternal life. Um, and so now that we know that the, that, that the free gift is, is salvation, it's, it's eternal life in Jesus, but we still need to understand what through faith is talking about because that is kind of the link to get the gift of eternal life. Well, according to Romans 9, 1, it says, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Since this, since the concept of, of believing is intangible, you can't, I mean, you can't touch belief. You, no. we, we, it's intangible. You know, someone can simply say, well, I believe. And it won't mean a hill of beans because according to James 2.19, even the demons believe and shudder. But we know very well that the demons are not saved. The concept of belief is, is not just to have an understanding uh, or, or not just knowledge, okay, which causes to believe. But the key ingredient here is dependence. Mm. And, um, you know, I know a lot of times we give examples of how, how this kind of looks or how this can play out. So if you ask a person, you know, do you believe that you, you know, you can get on a plane and fly to Florida? Well, most people will say, yeah, I believe that I'm cool. You know, you, you can get on a plane and go to Florida. But the dependence comes when they actually get on the plane and fly to Florida. And then I would say, like, I, I'm, a, I'm not a roller coaster person. Um, <laughs> my mom loves roller coasters. Yeah. When I was a kid, she forced me to get on everything. And forced me like you get on the your the, mom did yeah get on the roller coaster or get the chancla so I was like I'll get mijo, on the roller you coaster better, yeah. you better Miko you better do it I <laughs> mom and so she made me go on these rides right and so as I got older I, I didn't go we got married and uh, I'd be I would wait for Rebecca as she got on rides by herself that's kind of romantic guy I was and uh, we recently went to Disneyland I don't know when we took Lainey when she was uh, graduated from college so that was about seven years ago. And there's that California adventure one where it does a loop, you know, and there's every ride in California I'm cool with, except that one. I do not like that one. Don't want to get on it. And, you know, they were back would ask me, like, you, you, like you're not going to fall off. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I will. But I didn't want to get on. And that's where I believed that I wouldn't fly off, but I didn't have the faith to get on it. And uh, I remember I finally just said, OK, I'll get on with you because you, you're making me. But I must have checked my seatbelt a hundred times. I kept pushing that little lever bar because I didn't have the faith. I think that's what it alludes to here is that people have a belief in God, Mm -hmm. but they don't believe in him as their salvation. Right. And it's the Shane Doan story. Like I told you before, when I saw Shane Doan at the, you know, at the Coyotes game and I'm like, hey, donor, you know, and he looked at me like, who in the world are you? And I knew him, but he didn't know me. And I think many of the world, 
know God, but God doesn't know who they are because they don't have that personal relationship because they haven't taken that step right. of faith and belief. They haven't got on the plane, like you said, to Florida. They're still at the airport believing, but not taking the, the, the faith step. And as I mentioned before, that's, I think that's what separates Christianity from all world religions um, is, is that fact right there, that you can place your dependence on, on Jesus. It's not a works. You know, but we, we, you know, we keep saying this, you know, you're placing your dependence on, on Jesus. Okay. So what, what are we, what are we placing our dependence on Jesus for? So Romans 9, 1, we read this earlier that you're believing in the resurrection of Jesus. You see, Jesus suffered and he died and he was raised on the third day also that God could forgive your sins and, and this, and, and give you this free gift of eternal life so long as you place your faith in Jesus for that. Uh, and, and it's so simple, but we miss it. We miss this. And, and so please don't miss this. I, I don't know where you are, uh, Christian, if you're listening or if maybe you're not a Christian. In other words, you know, uh, I was saved not because I'm good, but because God is good. Amen. And God looked down at helpless me and sent his son to die for me. And what a glorious truth this is, brother. Amen. Amen. You know, what, what does this have to do with abiding in Christ? Everything. Everything. From what we just went through, it's your position in Christ. If you're abiding in Christ, you're saved. You know Jesus. You've put your faith in Christ for, for your salvation because of what, the, what work he did on the cross. Not because you're good, not because you did something good, but because he's good and he did that for you. Why? Because he loves you. And so this is the difference from being saved and not being saved. I think, Ben, I think part of that, too, is, is realizing that you are in need of a Savior. Um, I think a lot of the people in our society feel like they're good, feel like they do good things. And I, just like you said, there's two religions, right? There's <laughs> believing in God and believing in everything else to get you to heaven. Yeah. Two things, unbe- you know, but you either believe or you don't um, in good works. And I think a position that a lot of people are from now are like, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you want to know about, nope, I'm good. I'm doing well. And they equate financial success or education or, you know, maybe they have a doctorate's degree and they're like, I'm good. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing well. And that's why the Bible says it's hard for a rich man because he's okay. Yeah. He doesn't see the need. Like, you know, like the Apostle Paul said, oh, you know, the chiefest of sinners and that's what we were, and that's what you alluded to. There. Well, and it's interesting. I mean, you know, that's from you know, even from a stand, uh, financial standpoint. But even I, I look out there, and, and I know I, I have friends that are Mormons, and Mormons are some of the nicest, good people that I know. I mean, they're the. I mean, they give and they do all kind of stuff. But if they don't know this simple truth, they, they're not saved. I mean, if they don't, if they're not putting their dependence, I mean, they can do all the good. You can do all the good works. You can have the success and the financials, and you can be you know, the Joel Olstein or whatever. But if you don't know this and you don't put your dependence on Jesus for what he did for you, then it's, it's as I say, nothing. you'll split hell wide open. You know what I mean? With, with that unbelief. Yeah. So, ben, so we go in, we're going from salvation to the saved. So what is the evidence for being saved? And let's go back to John 15, four through five. It says abide in me and I in you. So you're already abiding in Christ. Mm-hmm. You've already taken that step of faith. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. He says, I am the vine. He is the source. Amen. You are the branches. You're connected to that source. He that abideth in me. So you're abiding in him. You're saved. You're part of him. And I in him. So you're, you're indwelled by the Holy Spirit. The saying bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do mm. nothing. Yeah. I think a sign of any good tree is, is does it have fruit? Um, my dad's tree right now is out of control, Ben. It's absolutely out of control. <laughs> I can't even cut the grass on that side of the yard because 
there's he has like little sticks holding branches up, and I'm like, Dad, let's just. Say like, no because there's lemons. Oh, we forgot to get the lemons. Oh man, don't worry. Offer- I will bring you some. Ben. There's like ten thousand on that tree. Um, that that tree is 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 abiding fruit. Lemon lemonade for days. Oh man, you can have lem- Ooh, it's Hashtag. it's Arnold Palmer's like vision of <laughs> happiness right there. It's iced tea and that together. Ooh, what oh, a marriage. Babe. Oh baby, yeah. So and then that's what I'm talking about. It's like that that tree. You look at it and you could say. That is a vibrant lemon tree because there's lemons everywhere. He has another tree across the yard. It's not grown very much. It's a, it's like a dwarfed, and it's not. It has a little bit of fruit, but it's not bearing like his other one. His other one. I'm gonna take a photo of it. And we may put it on the on the uh, on the website. But it's crazy. Like it, it, it's it's massive. Like there's thorns. I get cut up. I, I hate to work. So around is it, it the sun? What? Why is it? Why is it different? It gets I mean, it gets full sun, and it's it, I don't know. It's just grown exponentially more than the other one. Huh. I, I don't understand. Wow. And my dad, uh, if you know anything about my dad, he loves lemons. He goes to the restaurant. And they give him four. He goes, "Can I can I have lemons?" And like, so we gave you four. He's, and he's looking for like forty. <laughs> so he's in love with that lemon tree because it it gets so much fruit. Mm. But I think in a Christian, in your life, you can look at your life and you can say, "Who am I impacting for eternity? Mm. What am I doing for the kingdom?" And if you're not doing anything for the kingdom, then you're not bearing fruit. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're not saved, but it doesn't mean that you. It could be that you're not saved. But it's a sign of how God works in our lives. If you are plugged into the vine, right? He says, if you are abiding in him, then you will bring forth much fruit. Amen. That's, it's one and the same. If you're walking with God, you should see fruit. You should see people that you're impacting, ministries that you're involved in, even your own personal testimony. You should be seeing fruit. And if you don't, I don't know. I think if my dad had his druthers, he would tear off that other tree and start over again, maybe. Yeah, but he's probably happy because it bears different kinds. It bears oranges, but the lemon tree's out of control. Well, and that's what we did. So we had we had a citrus tree. We had an orange tree in the back, and it was here when we moved here. Um, I wasn't a huge fan because it, it's more work. I see work. You know, I see the tree, and I'm like, I gotta pick it, and I gotta water. Yeah. It's this work. Um, and in the first year, it actually gave us quite a bit of oranges, and then it seemed like the next year, no, and the next year, no. what ended up happening was uh, the neighbor next door. He's got a big pine tree, and the pine tree just kind of overshadowed it. Didn't get as much sun. And it just chopped it down. Yeah. And I ended up just chopping it down because it wasn't bearing much fruit. It was worthless to me. I'm not going to just sit here and water it and prune it and do all these things. And, you know, I just, I just cut it out. It's gone. I don't think, man, one of the saddest things in our Christian life will be that when God says, I'm taking you home because you're not bearing much fruit and you're not doing what you're supposed to do. If you're a lemon tree, you should produce lemons. And if we're a Christian, we should produce Christian other Christians fruit. or yeah. disciple other Christians. Yeah. We should have that impact. And I think it's just... I have to sing in the picture, but if you go to my dad's tree, I, I don't know. I, I think there's like ten thousand lemons. Oh wow! Like it's it's massive. It's, it, <laughs> I'm gonna go there Tuesday and I'll be I'll be all cut up. But uh, so just let's go to Matthew twelve thirty. He says, "He that is not with me is against me, and he that God gathereth not with me scattereth abroad." Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're not abiding with him, then we are against him, and we are an antagonist to our God. There's we talked about freedom that last this week. No man can serve two masters. Yep. You're either abiding in him or you're not. There's no why well, I do on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday I live how I please. That that doesn't work with God. Um, and this is a great verse here. I think we talked about this as well, Ben. Uh, Galatians five sixteen. When we had dinner, this I say: Then walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the yeah. lust of the flesh. And I think people think, well. I have to get right before I can walk with God. And he says, no, you need to walk in the spirit first so you can be right with God. And this is the same gym mentality, right? Like I got to get in shape to go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to the gym so you can get in shape. 
you know, because nobody wants to like, well, I'm, you know, I'm overweight. I don't want to go to the gym and look <laughs> bad. Well, that's exactly why you're there. Yeah. And it's the same thing in the Christian life is you have to walk in the spirit so you cannot fulfill the lust of the flesh. Well, it's even like Pastor mentioned this morning. You, you, you don't need to be pre-sanctified in order to get saved. That's right. You yeah. know, so, so it, it, and it goes along with the same, same mentality. And I, we get, I think we get that verse um, mixed, mixed, mixed up. Yeah. He said we must first walk in the spirit in order to not fulfill the lust yeah. of the flesh. Yeah. I take this to mean we, to, when, we walk with, when we walk in the spirit, we're in full agreement with the spirit. Right. Invited in us. That what he tells us to do, we're, yes, I will. And that's repentance, right? Repentance is simply turning from what you believe yeah. is right. Changing your and, mind to God's thinking. And turning to what God yeah. says. Yeah. And that's walking in the spirit. Yeah. Say, God, I agree with you 100%. Not saying, well, I have church at home or... I watch church on, you know, you know, whatever you decide to do with church, you're still commanded to go. Uh, you can, I have home church or we online church, online churches. Yeah. And what does God say? That's the bottom line. Yeah. So Amos three, three says, can two walk together except they be agreed. Um, and this works in all relationships. So how can we walk with God if we're not agreed with God and it's not him. And this is, I think what's happened been in our world is that the world is requiring God to agree with them, a holy God to agree with them instead mm. of saying, I'm going to agree with the Holy God. And they try to change God's standards to meet their standards. And it never works because God is holy. God is, as I say, Ben, there's two straight, there's two sticks. Once, you know, if you're going to argue which, you know, which stick is straighter, you just put a straight stick to a crooked stick and a straight stick will always show what's right, crooked. Right. But if you're going to argue over two crooked sticks, you'll be here forever. Right. And that's what God is. He is that straight stick that shows you you are in error. Right. And, he's, and a our, sta- he's a standard. He's a standard. In right. our society, we're the standard. Yeah. And God has to meet our standard. Yeah. yeah. And if he doesn't meet our standard, then God's wrong. Right. And it, it's just, it's utter foolishness. Yeah. Um, so we must, 100%. we can walk together. We must be agreed. It's about taking a stand against what God hates and loving what he loves. Mm. Jesus walked with the Father while he walked this earth, and he left us with the Holy Spirit in that we might have the ultimate helper in order to not fulfill the lust of the flesh, that we might walk in agreement with him. When we sin, it is evident that we are not in agreement with the Spirit because we have yielded to the flesh, and the Spirit cannot sin. The Spirit is holy. The Bible says in Matthew 26, 41, Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The Spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. It's especially weak when they got those 89 cent happy hour at Graziano Wings <laughs> <laughs> that we love so much. Oh, man. Oh, I'll tell you what. Man, I took Lainey there and she, she enjoyed that. Oh, she liked them. Oh, she liked them. Oh, she's good. Yeah, good. she's very, yeah, she got, she got the, uh, the medium ones. Uh, but the confession of Christ states that we dwell with him. And if we dwell in him, then we must dwell in love because God is love. You cannot dwell with God and not love as it is a sign that we are yeah, dwelling amen, with him. Amen. And there's always those red button people, Ben, that push us the wrong way or push our buttons the wrong way. And I'm trying to go away from that. I, I, I don't have any red button people. Um, people that maybe I don't see eye to eye or I, don't, I wouldn't hang out with necessarily. But God's working on me to say, hey, you're, that's your brother and amen. you need to love him. Amen. So I'm working on that. First uh, John 4, 5, 15 through 16 says, Whosoever shall confess... That Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he is God. So there you go again, dwelling in him. You got that Amen. prepositional phrase, in, in, in him, him. Yep. and he and God. So it's one and the same, he mm. and him, and he Amen. and God. And we have known and believed the love of God that, ha- that, that God had to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. There you go, to dwell in God. Dwell, God dwells in you. It's one and the same here, that you show that you have love for one to another. And then John fifteen ten says, If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. 
Love is one of the fruit of the Spirit. And I didn't say that wrong. It's not fruits. It's the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, they're all combined. Either you have them all or you don't have any. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cannot say we are walking with God and have hate towards mm-hmm. others as God is love. I think that's something the Christian struggles with. Like, you don't understand my, my, my situation. <laughs> you don't understand my past. And that's true, Ben. I don't, but God does. Amen. And God sovereign puts you into that, to that frame. And he allowed that, those things to happen in your life. And that Galatians 5, 22, 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such. There is no Amen. law. And then we'll cl- close in this verse and pass it to you there, Ben, is he that, 1 John 2, 6, he that saith, he abideth in him, ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. And that's walking in agreement with God. So how did God walk this earth? I think that's what we focus on in Freedom That Lasts is the virtues of Jesus Christ. How did he live an earthly life? Because he did live, a, live an earthly life, and he is the example. So if we say we abide in him like we do in the branch, then are we walking as he walked? Are we doing what he told you told us to do? Are we going our own way? And that's, I think that's a powerful example of how we abide in him. If we're abiding in him, then we should look like him. There should be like, Amen. I don't know if Ben's a Christian or not. Like there should be no, no doubt, no doubt whatsoever Amen. Amen. that you're different. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I mean, I love the, the writings of John because John likes to give us uh, scenarios. He likes to give us these self checks. You've, you've probably read these in, in John where he says, if something, then something. Um, and, and, and he gives us these so that we can have assurance of being saved. Um, John gives us the evidence in these verses that we are, are that we are abiding in Christ, um, and so let's uh, let's read First John two one through six. It says, "My little children, I'm writing writing these things to you so that you may not sin." So there's the purpose: you may not sin. It's a it's a given. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen. He is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this, what? We know, mm. we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but not does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word in him, there it is again in him, truly the love of God is perfected. By this, again, here we go. We may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. And Tulsa, you were just talking about this, you know, the fruit of the spirit. We should, we should be changed into the image of Christ. We should look like what Jesus did when he was here. He lived a completely sinless life. And that's what we should look like. Oftentimes we don't, but that's the standard. He is the standard and that's what we should look like. And there's a lot in these verses. And, and you notice uh, John answers the question, what if I sin after I put my faith in Jesus? He says that we have an advocate with the Father and, and his name is Jesus. And, 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 and more on that here in just a second. But the best part of 1 John 2 is the phrase, we know or we may know. Um, John isn't giving us advice. He isn't giving, he, he's giving us facts. He's not just saying, hey, I recommend this or hey, try this or what. You know, it, it's a fact. We may know. Um, and, and we may know what truth so that we may know, know what, know that we are abiding in him. Look at verse six. It says, by this, we know, we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. If we are walking righteously in obedience, we are in him. And it's only because of his righteousness. And then if you look in verse three, which speaks of being obedient, says it says, and by this, we know that we have Come to know him if what if we keep his commandments. And so this is an evidence that we are looking for, obedience. 
And so if we are walking in obedience, then that's pretty evident that we, that we should know that we are abiding in him. So, so then, you know, you kind of have some, some questions still. Uh, what if I sin after I'm saved? Because guess what? <laughs> that's probably going to happen. Willing, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. First um, you know, John 1, 9. Uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's simple. If we sin, we must repent. Just like Sasso mentioned earlier, we need to have the thinking, the same mentality that God has. We need to change our mind. We need to to change our direction and confess our sin. And his promise to us is that he will forgive us. And then it it poses the question, and this is controversial uh, in Christian circles, unfortunately, but the question is, can I lose my salvation? And so as my pastor so eloquently puts it, if you can lose your salvation, then it wouldn't be eternal life. Amen. Which is true. I mean, when the minute you get saved, you you have been given the gift of eternal life. So if eternal life starts then, then it's eternal. It goes on. It doesn't stop. There's no stopping point. Um, but Amen. we should prove this from Scripture, not just take someone's word for it. Uh, John ten twenty seven says, my sheep. Oh, and, and just to kind of back up a minute, John 10 is kind of where we got the whole premise for the abundant life. It's a really great chapter. I I recommend reading the whole chapter, but we're going to read verse verse 27. It says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. Amen. Romans 8, 38 and 39 says this, or I am sure that and this is Paul speaking, or I am sure that death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, no height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And let me tell you something. That's a lot of love that you can't break his love. Amen. You can't stop his love. Unconditional. Amen. Okay, so so let's kind of let's talk about um, uh, benefits and rewards of abiding in Christ because it's not enough that Jesus came to save us. I mean, because we don't deserve that, um, but He still gives us rewards and and there's benefits. Um, it's truly amazing. Um, you know, the, the 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 rewards are beyond my comprehension. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why the God, the ruler of all, would would look down on uh, sinful men like me. And want to save me, much less give me benefits and rewards. And I know uh, the answer to this question is because he loves us. But I don't understand because we are unlovable people. Um, and I guess I'm sort of like David when he wrote in Psalm 8, he said, uh, in Psalm 8, 4, he said, what is, what is man that you are mindful of him and that the son of man that you care for him? The, and the reality is that, you know, we're, we're given the gift of eternal life. First uh, John two twenty four through twenty five says, "Let what you heard from the beginning abide in you. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, then you too will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that He made to to us eternal life. It's a promise. Amen. It's amazing. Uh, Romans six twenty three for the wages of sin is death. Again." But the free gift of God is mm. what? Eternal life in Amen. Christ Jesus. And there it is again, in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Uh, eternal life is the ultimate reward. However, uh, you know, you, you read verses like Romans eight fifteen through, through 17. It says, For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the mm. spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, 
Father, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. We are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs of Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. So what these verses just said is we can call God Abba Father, or or in a modern vernacular, vernacular, Daddy. I mean, and that's just truly amazing. And then this is, if you go back to the Jewish tradition, that word Abba Father is a term of endearment from a child to a father, Mm -hmm. and he gives it that direct access. Um, That mean pastor talked about this too, just how we become the heirs of God and just we're adopted into his family and we're, I mean, that's a powerful, because we're abiding in him. We're part of his family. Just like no matter what we do to our parents, they may disown us, they may kick us out, but we don't lose that. Yeah. You'll always yeah. be your dad's son. You know Amen. what I mean? You, you, your name's Ben, like your dad, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mine's Rosendo, like my dad. And uh, just, but powerful in our heavenly father that we can call him Abba Father. The, the greatest thing that exists in this world for all eternity that's our father. That's wow, powerful. Amen. Yeah, it's just it's mind blowing, really. Amen. Um, and then, like Pastor said today, like with the kids, <laughs> yeah, they do the <laughs> head exploding. Yeah, yeah. little uh, the little uh, what head they call it, the little emoji. Yeah, head exploding emoji, <laughs> the head coming off the top. Yeah, it's kind of funny. And, and and you know, there's 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 other verses in the Bible that talk about you know you receive crowns for different things. Uh, and, and honestly, it's just truly incomprehensible. God is so good, even when mm-hmm. I am not. I mean, I was going over this to my mother-in-law this morning as we sat at lunch, and I said, even in things that are uncomfortable, God is good. And we don't see it as good, but uh, just the struggles of life. Uh, you talked about in recent, pot, you know, a previous podcast of, you know, when you, you know, tore your Achilles heel and things that happened to you. And you can look back and see God, how God worked in your life that way. And in the moment, it doesn't seem good, but you can say, wow, God, God was good in that time. I just didn't recognize it. And that's my time at Target, and I can look back and it's like, wow, God was working on me that whole time, I just didn't realize it. Um, so I'm just going to give a challenge to you. Where are you today, Christian? Where are you? Are you in? If you're a Christian, then you're in the vine. Are you bearing fruit? Mm. Or does he have to prune you? Are you trying to live outside of the branch and wonder why you struggle? You're trying to serve two masters, the mm. world and Jesus yeah. Christ. Are you holding on to sin in your life, known sin, and think you can serve two masters? Go to church and live however you want. I mean, that was my life for a long time was a Sunday, Sunday warrior Christian, hardcore Sunday Christian, mm. and a Monday through Saturday following the devil. Mm. And uh, so basically, I was following the devil my whole life. I just thought I was doing one day. I was foolish. Are you grafted into him? Are you part of his branch? Is he your Abba Father? Amen. Do you know him as your personal Lord and Savior? Is he your God? Is he your Heavenly Father? Are you even a branch that can be grafted into the tree? Are you, are you even saved? And then, Christian, if you are saved, are you bearing fruit? Are you like my dad's lemon tree that's out of control, <laughs> right? Are you out of it? Like amen if you are, right? I mean, amen if you are. Dropping fruit. Drop, we need them lemons. Prune it. Amen. Amen. So who is, if you say, I am, then who is being impacted by, for eternity by your life? Mm. Who has been blessed by your life? Who has been changed by your life? Who has God laid on your heart that you have not reached out to that you can bear fruit in their life as well? Who do you need to reach out today? John 15, 8 says, Herein is my Father's glorified that you bear much fruit, mm. so shall ye be my disciples. Do you want to be a tree that bears no fruit, or do you want to be one that your branch is touching the ground because of the weight Amen. of the fruit on it? Yeah. God help us to be fruit bearers for Jesus Christ. And I would just uh, follow that up just real quick with, um, maybe you don't know if you're in the vine. Um, and if that's you, uh, that's okay to admit it. Um, 
we have a we have a website abundantlife.fm we have a contact button on there if it's something that you don't know you'd like to learn more about uh, Sasso and I would be help uh, be happy to uh, open up a Bible with you and 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 buy show you a you. meal. Hey, we'll take you to lunch. If you live here locally in the Valley, we'll take you for tacos even. <laughs> um, but we would love to show you from the Bible mm-hmm. so that you can know, just like we read in, in John, so that you may know uh, that you're abiding in, in the vine. Um, and we'd love to share share with you how you can know that. Um, I'd also like to just say, hey, uh, check out our website, uh, AbundantLife.fm. We will put all of these notes, uh, all of these show notes on the website, uh, including uh, Bible references and Bible verses, uh, and I think Sasso wants to share one more thing with you. Sure, one more verse for you for First John five thirteen. It says, "These things have I written unto you that ye believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God." Amen. God doesn't want you to to doubt or worry; He wants you to know. Amen. And so, uh, yeah, so check us out on the website. Uh, be sure to check out the uh, YouTube video. We'll be we'll be posting that as well. Um, yeah, if you get a chance, uh, you hear the podcast on uh, Apple or something like that, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, do me a favor. Would you rate it? Would you rate it? You can you can even put some feedback in there. Obviously, be honest about it. Um, but we're trying to get more ratings on there, just so that keep we it can, clean. We can, <laughs> yeah, so that we can get bumped up in the uh, in the catalog there. Uh, you know, we got you know some some podcasts that should, probably shouldn't even be on there. Not Christian, that's for sure. They're not Christian, no. Um, and so, not saying that ours is the greatest or the best, but we really want this content to go out. We want people to know Amen. about Jesus and the truth. And Amen. so, uh, yeah, go ahead and rate us if you can. Give us, give it a rating. Uh, if not, just at least subscribe if you would. If you would subscribe, that way you're aware of when we drop a new episode. Check us out on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, give us a like on on Facebook. And uh, we just want to thank you guys for for your support and for uh, for listening to this episode. And uh, we'll see you in the next. Two yeah. weeks, a couple we weeks. Christmas yeah. special podcast edition Ooh. coming up. It's going to be good. Don't miss it. Thanks, guys. We love you guys. We'll love see you. Ya. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at abundantlife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.